Hi, and welcome to Cosmic Style, where we explore mystical modalities like tarot, astrology, lunar living, and magic to help us live better lives. I'm Leah, a tarot consultant, professional astrology nerd, and cosmic stylist. Let's get into it. Happy almost Capricorn season. Before we dive in, I just wanted to shout out um, year ahead tarot readings and astrology readings. Um, Obviously, I offer tarot readings and astrology readings year round, but of course, this time of year, it's really nice to kind of focus on the next six to 12 months ahead if you're interested in planning something or just want to get a read on the energies of your 2024. So when you book for any of my offerings, you can just put a year ahead reading uh, in the intake form and let me know what's going on. Similarly, um, I'm going to be teaching a workshop in January on January 11th, which is actually also the new moon in Capricorn, a very potent day. Um, But this will be a planning workshop for the first half of 2024. So the first six months of 2024, we're going to talk about the major astrology events that are going on. We're going to set personal and creative intentions. We're going to do some tarot, pull some tarot cards for each of our months. And I'll have a Notion doc that will help keep this information in a place for you where you can keep checking back and tracking it um, for you to take away and customize um, to your own uh, heart's desire. But um, yeah, January itself even and Capricorn season, really, really potent energy happening. So I'm really excited to dig in once we sort of clear this Mercury retrograde and clear that first week or so of the new year, then we'll really be getting into it. And of course, there's also cosmic style readings available. So if you're into astrology and you also kind of want to rework your personal style this year, maybe get a little bit more creative with what you have in your closet, shop smarter, uh, we do that with the help of your birth chart. And we, you know, of course, take into account the practical aspects of your life that affect your personal style, but we really want to get to the heart of what you want to express to the world and how you can start using your clothing and styling and getting dressed as part of your manifestation practice. Okay, announcements over. Uh, Today is a Zodiac Superpowers app as well as a seasonal transition. Uh, We are in a cardinal season, cardinal season, cardinal earth is Capricorn. And anytime we have a cardinal season, we are changing seasons. So when we are in these superpower episodes, of course, where we want to explore the current zodiac sign that the sun is transiting through, and we, we dig into the themes a little bit, and the main, you know benefit of these episodes is not just, you know, I'm a Capricorn, so this is my episode to listen to. I think we we all, we have every single zodiac sign in our charts, right? We all have that 12 sign wheel. You may or may not have planets there, but when the sun is shining here, 
you have the opportunity to work with this sign's magic in your own unique way. So hopefully by us talking about this together, you can start to notice this energy and how it might be coming up for you and affecting you and maybe how you can even harness some of the superpowers of Capricorn. So, and you know, before we get fully into our Capricorn energy, I want to talk about the winter solstice or the solstice in general. Obviously, if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, you're going into the summer solstice. But both of these um, ex- these seasonal changes, whether you're in the winter or the summer, it's an extreme of light and dark. And it's about our relationship to our vitality, to warmth, to hope. Um, and they can be really potent times for reflection and considering what needs tending to, what we want to put our vital life force, our own sort of sun energy towards. Um, and of course, the winter solstice. I'm going to be talking about that a little bit more heavily today because that's where I am in, in the world right now. But it's the longest night of the year and it symbolizes the rebirth of the sun, right? The days start to get a little bit longer from this point on. So we're no longer fully descending into darkness, although it is also leading into that that, that toughest time of year, that full dormant winter energy. But as such, this is a really lovely marker of hope and optimism and tending to our inner flame of excitement and our desires. You know, it's pretty poetic when the sun is at its weakest in the northern hemisphere. We we want to tend to these things really internally and really want to foster that hope and optimism to get us through. And it's so it can be such a lovely cozy holiday and of course you know we a lot of these traditions that were associated with yule and the winter solstice especially coming from celtic tradition and things like that um, have been melded into christmas and christianity um celebrations but um yeah this is ancient stuff here that that we're dealing with and that we're feeling in our bodies so there's no wrong or right way to celebrate this but I've got a few suggestions for you. But yeah, we're just preparing to go inward for the season, obviously. And it is very much a time of incubation and growth, underground growth, right? And so we have these themes of warmth and light and sun to combat the cold and the darkness and the, the deep depths of what's going on. So ways to celebrate or mark the winter solstice, which will be happening the day that the sun moves or the the time and the day that the sun moves into Capricorn, which is December 21st this year. Um, so you can do this at any point in that like week to 10 days. You can have a nice winter solstice celebration. It doesn't have to be on the exact night, but it totally can be. Um, and you can celebrate, you know, cozy gatherings are always, always very nice and gathering around a fire or lighting a bunch of candles when you have a gathering, or it can be just, it can be a solar exercise, solo exercise or a partnered exercise or with a bigger group, but it can be fun to do things like decorate a Yule log. So take a, if you're doing a fire pit or a fire in the fireplace, decorating a log you can put um evergreen garlands around it and you can tie 
with string what you're wishing for in the next year and then everyone can kind of put their own little wishes on it and then you you toss it in the fire and and let the magic happen um and another exercise i love doing with this light and sun theme is especially if you're in a group or you're with a partner you want to shine your light on others with kind words and compliments in my house we call this the compliment game or the confidence game <laughs> um, but I love this practice of you know giving someone that you're with a really considered heartfelt compliment and then turning it on yourself and announcing something that you're proud of yourself for or giving yourself some sort of encouragement or compliment as well um, and then uh, yeah you, other things you can do um, you can decide on a word for next year or a, uh, an affirmation, something that you want to dedicate yourself towards. I think this is, I prefer doing this kind of new year searching. I'm not a big resolutions gal. I make changes throughout the year all the time when I feel called to. Um, I think if you wanna do new year's resolutions, great go for it if that works for you totally but i actually love doing this around the winter solstice because it feels like that more reflective place and it comes from less about uh this like forcing improvement and more about like reflecting on the natural cycles that have happened this year and kind of thinking about how you want to shift or pivot in in the new year and the new season and what you want to nurture and other things that you can use to celebrate, of course, decorating with greenery, evergreens in the house, bringing some like fresh garlands in. Obviously, if you partake in Christmas trees, you've already got that going. Um, I love using anything with spices, the spices that are associated with this time and that are often associated with the sun or abundance. And these often tend to be very warming, things like cinnamon and clove and nutmeg. Um, so you can make mulled wine or cider, gingerbread flavored cookies. I'm going to make a gingerbread blondie. I am so pumped about it. Um, you can do some cookie decorating if you've got kids or even if you don't have kids and you're into that. Um, and other foods like citrus and like lemons and oranges, you know, like those palmander decorations where you push the little cloves into the oranges. Both of those are symbols of the sun. So we're working with that sun, light, warmth theme. Um, and I encourage you to come up with your own traditions. I've been trying to keep track over the past few years, especially since having kids, of things I want to do for each of these turns of the seasons. I think these four markers of the seasons, the solstices and the equinoxes, are just great times to remember to bring the family together, get intentional. It doesn't have to be big. It's often quite simple, but it involves some degree of reflection, of perhaps intention setting, or of just doing something nice for one another and bringing everyone together. But yeah, come up with your own. Let me know what you do or what you'd like to do. I love this stuff. I'm always looking to add more ideas to my list. So Capricorn. Capricorn season ushers in the winter solstice and the winter season. Capricorn season this year runs from December 21st to January 20th. And 
Capricorn is ruled by Saturn, our disciplinarian, time master, timekeeper, taskmaster, excuse me, timekeeper. Um, you know, it's kind of like the accountability buddy, but in a more parental way. <laughs> it does have this sort of parental authority where it's like trying to teach us something through hard work, you know, or through putting in the time. It's the wisdom that we can only accrue through putting in the hours, putting in the work, experiencing the thing, learning from our mistakes. Um, so yeah, Saturn kind of can get a little bit of a harsh rap, um, but it brings us into maturity, right? It, it kind of makes apparent our responsibilities and really wants us to take accountability for things. And the more that we can do that and kind of appease Saturn in that way of just like owning up, doing the things, doing the hard things, doing the things that we'd rather avoid and just like stepping up to the plate, the more we are actually, you know, feel that sense of accomplishment, feel that sense of relief and like, you know, Saturn, Saturn's will let you have some downtime when you've earned it, you know? So of course, you know, the Saturn return is a notoriously intense time of one's life where it will point out where we're not taking responsibility for certain things or where we're meant to learn some pretty harsh lessons. And yeah, it's hard won wisdom, but it's definitely not all bad. Um, and it, it can be more drastic for certain situations, but I certainly had a very intense Saturn return experience, but it was also brought me some of the most amazing things in my life. So, um, don't fear Saturn, don't fear the Capricorn intensity that's associated with Saturn because it can be really, really useful. Um, like I said before, it's cardinal earth. Cardinal are those initiatory signs. They're at the start of every season and earth, of course, is the earth element. It's a lot more grounded, practical, wants to see tangible results. So Capricorn wants to make things happen. And I, anytime we're doing a Capricorn moon day situation, you know, the, the moon will be in Capricorn for a couple days each month. And I always kind of make sure it actually, I think, no, forget it. <laughs> My timing, I'm working a week ahead, but the, the moon will go into Capricorn uh, tomorrow well, from the time that I'm recording. So um, on Wednesday, December 13th and 14th. Anyway, ignore that. That's already passed. Um, but <laughs> those times of the month when the moon is in Capricorn, I always am like, okay, like let's use this energy because I know that Capricorn can help me get shit done. And some of the superpowers that I really think are reflected by Capricorn and seen strongly in Capricorn energy are like integrity, being really aligned with what you want to do and having that sense of determination um, of, yeah, like, again, that cardinal initiatory energy. It's like, right, we're doing this. If we think of the goat, right? <laughs> like the, the goat symbolism is so strong and an indicative of Capricorn energy. Like they're really like, they see the top of the mountain and are like, right, let's go hop, hop, hop. And you can kind of like watch them just like zigzag up to the top, just like knowing exactly the way they want to go. Um, and yeah, just having that clear determination and then ready to just take the practical action. 
willing to put in the work is absolutely a Capricorn superpower. Um, my, my teacher, one of my teachers, Austin Kopic, was saying, you know, the mentality of the Capricorn is kind of like it's much easier to climb the mountain than it is to move it. And I think that really plays into this um, this idea of like Capricorns really, really know the rules inside out. But then knowing the rules also enables them to break the rules occasionally, which we'll get to in a little bit. But yeah, Capricorns very hardy, very strong. Um, whether that's you know in spirit or physically, there's definitely something that's just very solid about them. Very like. Yeah, just I, like that mountain or rock energy, like very solid. Um, there's an agility there as well, you know, almost uh, conversely. Like I said, being able to like start something and come up with a new plan and find a way to do things and like having that focus, the focus on that goal, allowing them to be a little bit more adaptable and agile in creating the path to that goal. Um, motivation. I think I've already mentioned this similar to determination, like very motivated, very just wants to get things done. Um, I am always blown away. Like the strong Capricorn energies that I have in my life. I'm like, wow, you're like, just like always like doing shit and getting things done and checking things off the list. I mean, in a way that my ADHD brain is just like, whoa, like you, you didn't have to wait like three days to work up the energy to make the phone call. Like what? Um, but that's just me. Um, but I do notice like that that really can do very just like action oriented, just like ready to go energy of the Capricorn. And, you know, they're impactful. They're not trying to just they, they want to build something lasting. Right. They're very legacy minded and interested in that goal, that final goal. But like. Yeah, they, they, they're not interested in just like making something and moving on as much as it's like, it's just like, no, this needs to be like a lasting structure. There's something very architectural about the Capricorn energy where it really considers the form and the structure and the function to make things strong, like they want to make things solid. Um, and yeah, words like structures and systems and boundaries come up a lot in Capricorn season because focusing on those structures, focusing on the systems is going to be the thing that enables it to carry on and like be more sustainable, be longer lasting in the future. And so it's a great time of year to focus on it's like what structures in my life are like kind of faulty, not working, like leaking a bit of energy. How can I change them, create new ones, strengthen the ones that are already there, you know, systems, structures, like, and, and this can just be super practical stuff. It's like, you know, making sure all your bills are on auto pay, um, making sure, you know, if you have a business or, you know, if there's some way to automate, uh, systems in your work, like having, a natural email sequence that comes up when people book with you or having, you know, just an auto response when you know that it's going to take you a certain amount of time or if people are co always coming at you with the same questions, like having an FAQ response to things, just, yeah, finding these systems that are going to, in the end, take less time away from you so that you can continue building and strengthening strengthening the things that matter rather than continually leaking your energy on these same things that continually come up, if that makes sense. Um, also, you know what? 
Capricorns are funny. I think they're super careful with their actions, which is a virtue. Um, and because they're so observant and strategic, it's like they're going to get all the information that they need to get first and are going to make take considerate actions based on that. But I think that in turn actually makes them like very good comedians or very funny people because they are so observant, because they can see the structure of things so clearly. It's like seeing the structure of a joke, right? Um, And they have super high high standards, which can really elevate everyone around them. Um, Those, yeah, just that ability to kind of like bring yourself up a little bit. It's like, how can I do this better? How can I make this system stronger? How can I make this joke funnier? How can I pursue this goal in a more direct way? Or is there a new path to pursue the goal? Like it is just like, yeah, those high standards, that top of the mountain, how do we get there? And really putting in the work, putting in the actions, taking the practical steps to do it. Like, I know for someone like me with my brain, I only have uh, Neptune in Capricorn, which of course is an interesting placement to have in Neptune because Neptune is kind of very dissimilar to the Capricorn energy Um, and can make these things a little fuzzier, a little harder to work with, a little harder to attain. And so when I can just really ground down with that Capricorn energy and be like, all right, what are the practical steps can I take? How can I just be my own daddy here? How can I, you know, adult up and take the steps I need to take, lay the grounds for security and just like, yeah, do the foundational work needed to help me build stronger and in a more sustainable way. And like I said before, I I always want to mention... Um, <laughs> That, yeah, in addition to being funny, Capricorns can be super fun too. Like that that piece around knowing the rules and knowing the rules so inside out that they know which ones are kind of like not as important. Um, again, as my teacher Austin Kopic says, you know, knowing when to break them, like within, within every Capricorn is like a party beast. Like if you think about goat imagery and um, the longer history of the goat imagery that's like predates Christianity. We have the god Pan and sort of this chaos vibe going on. And yeah, like sometimes the Capricorn really just needs to break loose because they're like so entrenched in the in the the systems and the structures and the rules and the practicality and the goal getting of it. They just gotta get let let loose. So I hope any Capricorns who have a birthday this season or any Capricorn moons or risings really takes this time to enjoy some of the parties uh, or festivities that they uh, might be involved in this time of year. And yeah, just let break some of the rules, let some stuff go. Um, some shadow to play with during this time, of course, is working too hard, overworking. Uh, wanting to control everything. Uh, yeah, a little bit of control freak vibes um, and cynicism. Just, um, yeah, just being overly logical and practical um, to that point of cynicism where anything outside of that is scoffed at. Um, I do think Capricorns are super intuitive, um, very spiritual, and but like there is like I think there's like healthy skepticism, which is 
amazing, a virtue, a superpower of that Capricornness. But yeah, verging onto cynicism, I think is just can be some of that shadow to play with. Um, if you're interested in doing a little bit of shadow work or just like, you know, putting it on your radar to be aware that some of these these things can come up um, quite a lot. Um, and pop culturally or, you know, just thinking about public figures who have some good Capricorn placements. I notice Capricorn placements. There are a lot of celebrities with Capricorn placements, be it like a Capricorn. I often see Capricorn moons. Um, which is really interesting, like shares a Capricorn moon, for example. But all of, a lot, so many of these celebrities that I notice with these Capricorn placements are very, like, hardworking, and they have staying power. Like they are prolific creators, prolific, and yeah, and like, but you can just see like they are so hardworking, and then like that has paid off in this like long-lasting staying power with these like huge legacies. So like David Bowie. Is a Capricorn sun. I think he's a Leo rising Aquarius moon or maybe flip-flop, maybe Aquarius rising Leo moon. So like that makes total sense. Dolly Parton is a Capricorn sun. We have Cher is our cat moon. Diane Keaton's another one. Um, Denzel Washington. Like I just like most of these are just Capricorn suns. I didn't do a huge deep dive, but like, like, yeah, wow. Like these people have huge bodies of work and are just so well known for being super creative over their lifespan even someone like i think allison brie is a uh a capricorn son i'm like that chick is in everything she's been in everything for the past like 15 years she's just like always working always working and you know like to her benefit like she's created this wonderful body of work um Anywho, that's just my little celebrity pop culture piece for this Capricorn season to mull over. Um, and if you have celebrities or people that you know have Capricorn placements, please let me know. I love to add to this list. Um, and finally, our Capricorn season self-care. Um, number one, set yourself up for success, right? So plan ahead, especially as we're looking towards the this, these last like 10 days of the year into the new year. The next couple weeks, like things really slow down often um, depending on your work, um, but people are more concerned with, you know, planning parties and being with their families and taking time off. So do what you got to do to make sure that you are set up well for that, you know, like pack early if you're going away clean your fridge stock your fridge if you're going to be home go do your shopping early make sure everything is like squared away um so that you can enjoy yourself right and part second like part two of this is sort of like plan downtime like literally put it on your calendar that is something that saturn is like okay honey your downtime is on the calendar like you have to adhere to the calendar. So yes, like that downtime, put it on there. Like that's just like, it's not that Saturn doesn't want us to have downtime and be working all the time, but it wants us to plan accordingly for it. So we're just, so we can set ourselves up for success, do like front load the work and then enjoy ourselves. So please plan downtime for yourself during this year. Plan a creative reset plan just like time away from devices whatever it is but yeah like <laughs> clearly planning is a big self-care piece and not like you know just like 
you, there's so many different ways to make a plan here, but yeah, you can think about it in terms of like planning, looking at your Capricorn season or looking at the holiday season or looking at, yeah, just at your week ahead, the next couple weeks ahead, or even the year ahead, but make a plan with Capricorn that feels good to you. It doesn't have to be a Capricorn level plan, but use this Capricorn energy to start to sketch that out, to start to see the systems or the structures that might help you, might scaffold you and like hold you up with what you want um, and what you want to get out of life. Even if that what that is, is more downtime, Capricorn can actually help you get there. Um, and of course, another last plug for that year ahead tarot class or reading that I mentioned at the top of the show, like making a plan, um, we can definitely do that together with those offerings. Some more self-care is like strength training or doing something like, yeah, do some Pilates, do just like some simple things to make you stronger. Get a massage or some kind of body work. You know, that earth energy needs to make sure we're tending to the body properly. Connecting to nature, again, this beautiful earth sign, like going for walks when you need a reset, just remembering the access to nature and trying to seek that out when available will really help support you this time of year, especially because the days are shorter. Um, And giving yourself a little luxury. Capricorn loves luxury. They're quiet luxury. Call back to our, our Venus sign episode, but... Yeah, like quiet luxury, likes the good quality stuff. Yeah, whatever. What does luxury mean to you? This isn't just about style or clothing. Like luxury can just be getting like the nice cheese. It can be getting, you know, um, getting the massage or doing the thing that just like feels like absolute luxury. Skincare, whatever. Like whatever it is to you, can you give yourself these little doses of it? Um it doesn't have to be expensive, mind you. Like, I, I like what feels luxurious in your body. Like, that is maybe one thing I'd like you to reflect on this Capricorn season because that can kind of give us a really nice indication of like what our desires are and like what feels good to us. And that can actually help us make these plans to build in more time for more of that in our lives or, um, save to or like to be able to get something for yourself or just structure your time differently like I know for me just having like um empty space in my days or creative time um is a luxury and I've slowly been trying to not max out my days and my energy so that I can actually do that and that is super luxurious to me So that is where I will leave you for Capricorn season. I'll also have the Capricorn um, season come. Sorry, my words today are not good, Um, but I I can't. I don't really know how to edit podcasts. So here we are. Um, Capricorn season cosmic style guide will be up on my sub stack as well, which will have like a mood board, a couple mood boards and a little bit more info about the energies at play and a little bit of a to-do list uh, for Capricorn season. So you can find that over on my sub stack and 
I think that is it. Um, you'll hear from me next week for the Cancer Full Moon right after uh, the Christmas holiday and before the New Year. Until then, enjoy this time, enjoy the solstice, and let me know how it goes. Talk to you later. If you liked this episode, please share it with a friend or throw us five stars. And if you'd like to book a reading with me or check out my workshops, you can find me at leahvandervelt.com. And you can support this podcast by joining my Substack. 